Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse DePlan is here. Thank you for tuning into the broadcast. You know, me and Kathy do a lot of social media and things of that nature. Well, we do something called a boardroom chat. Many of you watch that beside watching our broadcast television. We decided to play one of those things that we talked about called Angels, Our Hidden Help. Are you aware that you have entertained angels? Think about that. You got to be kidding me. They're all over the place, ladies and gentlemen, watching over us. They are servants to minister to us. I want you to watch this. My Lord, you're going to be blessed. It's called Angels, Our Hidden Help. Me and Kathy together on a boardroom chat. We decided just to play it on broadcast television. You're going to be blessed because who knows, you may see one today. So watch this. Be blessed. Let's go to the book of Hebrews, chapter 13. Mm-hmm. Paul, I believe Paul wrote the uh, book of Hebrews. I, I know it says to the Hebrews, but it's so Pauline in its understanding and, and, and its, its text. And in Hebrews chapter 13, verse 1 says, Let brotherly love continue. Mm-hmm. Why? Be not forgetful, <clears throat> excuse me, be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. The hidden help. That's good. The angels of the Lord. Mm-hmm. See, powerful beings, yet. They are ministering spirits sent forth to minister to us. Now, I'd like you to read that in the Amplified or Passion or Message, however you, uh, whichever one you have today. Well, let's The hidden it. help, because I really believe there's no way we could have done what we've done so soon without hidden help. Somebody helping us doing some wonderful and glorious things. Right. So would you read Hebrews chapter 13, verse 1? Which one is this? This is Amplified. Okay, read that one. It says, let love, verse 1 says, let love for your fellow believers continue and be a fixed practice with you. Never let it fail. Do not forget or neglect or refuse to extend hospitality to strangers in the brotherhood, being friendly, cordial, and gracious, sharing the comforts of your home and doing your part generously. For through it, some have entertained angels without knowing it. Isn't that a miracle of God? Uh-huh. Uh, give me another. Is the message of passion? I, 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 wanna, I really want to put this in you because we do have a lot of hidden help. Oh, now, yeah. we have one angel that never leaves us. Oh, yeah. Been with me from the day I was born. I think he's asked for reassignment sometimes because <laughs> I was crazy. Some of the stuff that he had to go through just to keep me safe. And that's that guardian angel. Each one of us have one. Yes. That's the hidden help. And uh, so read. What, well, the what, message Bible says, uh, verse one: Stay on good terms with each other, held together by love. Be ready with a meal or a bed when it's needed. Why some have extended hospitality to angels without even knowing it. Isn't that a blessing that of God? Now I want to talk about well, that hidden help. Let me look it, at the passion. Okay, get that passion one there. out there, Lord. It says, God. no matter what, make room in your heart to love every believer and show hospitality to strangers, for they may be angels from God showing up as your guests. That's a blessing of the Lord. And I believe I have done that many times. I want to talk about some different experiences that I've had with angelic beings and things of that nature. Some people say, I don't believe in that stuff. Well, it doesn't make no difference. It's still true anyhow. Because, you know, no one, sometimes you're just not that good. How can something just happen? Mm -hmm. It just doesn't happen, especially in accidents. You know, I've been down on three airplane crashes, and I know the Lord saved my life. And that angel, that Gordon angel, I mean, he was busy with me, you know. (laughs) Maybe you've often said maybe he might have wanted reassignment because you kept him pretty busy. I kept him busy. Especially before you knew the Lord. One time I flipped the car three times in over in, and they had to cut me out. Uh, they, They called it the 
Jaws of life. I Jaws of life. It. Rip it apart because it was all being crushed in. You couldn't and, open and the door. A, yeah, I couldn't. And I, man, I mean, I was upside down, and a hand grabbed me during the flipping. During the flipping, mean? and I, I noticed it because this, this, this shoulder, I mean, was completely free, and I thought, what's holding me? You know, and what happened is the door actually bent, and a piece of steel it busted from the door, came and it stopped that close to my side. It pierced me. Yeah. If I'd have moved, and I should have been thrown to the other it side. It didn't pierce you because that hand was holding yeah, you in place. But I should have like, been thrown to the other side. Because you didn't have seatbelts in those days. Oh, no, You're no. You're kind of old. It was a Carver. You know what a Carver is? It doesn't matter. Not a Carvette, a Carver. It was and a little sporty kind of car. Yeah, it was a, and it had the engine in the front. Okay. Uh, no, it's, in the back. In the back, yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, but it was just really, it was a pretty little car. But I should have been thrown. They were just amazed. And I hit the newspapers the next day. Uh, a, miracle, uh, a miracle, he did not die. Wow. And, it was, and that was an angel of the Lord. And the night before that, my mother had a dream that she saw me and that the blood of Jesus was coming over me like a tsunami. Mm. And there was movement in that blood or whatever. And that wow. was the angels of God, see, going before me. And of course, I didn't believe any of that stuff Did then. I was just a kid. Did she tell you that before, the night before or after the accident had happened? And she, she told me that the night before, and I thought she had lost her mind. You know, I call it the God stuff and <laughs> things of that nature, that, that, that way. But I tell you what, hidden, you have hidden help, hidden in, help. A, in every fashion and form. And the ministering spirit sent forth to minister to us and for us. Mm -hmm. So think about that. And you know, a lot of people don't realize, Kathy, that the spiritual world is so much bigger than the physical world. Right. Oh, it, yeah. it, it doesn't have the limitation that we have in the physical world. And, uh, uh, but, I mean, it's amazing how the movement, yet it is a place where there's war. There was war in the spirit world. Yeah. I mean, war. And, and I mean, between Satan's angels or Satan's pe people who once was a, a great angel, a worship angel, Lucifer. who fell and then began to fight God and God kicked him out of heaven. Jesus said, I beheld him as lightning falling. Right. Great energy. So I, I want to talk about these different things, you know. How many times that God has protected you? When we all get to heaven, we go, I think I call it here, run back the videotape, and show you exactly how many times that angel stopped somebody from killing you wow. or stopped the accident from happening or whatever. But I, and, and he said, you've, you've entertained angels. And I thought, I like the word entertain oh, because they're very curious about us. Mm -hmm. See, because we have the ability that they don't have. You see, in terms of this natural, and, and, and it's amazing how they, they say they can believe God and they're going through all this trouble and all these different things of that nature. And they see the warfare oh, because the warfare they, probably, they see the demonic yeah. forces, the principalities and powers of the Amen. air that are at work against God's kids. Yeah, know? and it was just such a blessing. But I, I'll never forget that time uh, somebody hit me in the face. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And uh, I was mad. I was just a baby Christian, had my pampers on, you know, <laughs> and uh, talking about the Lord. And, so, and I got slapped. Yeah. Oh, and it made me so mad because I thought God would not allow nobody to yeah. slap me, yeah, you know, did. especially since I was born again. I was barely saved, you know what I'm saying? I was saved, but I mean, just a few months. And I was so angry. And I used to drink a lot before I was saved. I decided I didn't had it with God and everything. 
And I was going down to Curly's bar and get me a drink. <laughs> like, used to talk, I got a drink. That's my oldest brother used to talk like. Mm -hmm. And you start praying in the Holy Ghost. Well, you left the house, and I didn't know anything else to do but pray, so I hid it in <laughs> tongues. And actually, the Spirit of God, when I prayed in tongues, I believe gave me wisdom and insight of what to do. I actually started pleading the blood of Jesus. I had heard that you could do that. So figuratively, I would, would like grab the blood of Jesus, and like they did in, in the book of... Uh, Exodus. Exodus, how they put the blood on the doorpost. Yeah. I put it over every door entrance into my house, and I was just pleading the blood of Jesus and crying out to him because I was... You don't I didn't want to go want to back to, go back to that lifestyle. other lifestyle. I remember how beautiful, beautifully, supernaturally delivered you were. I mean, you were a, a drunk before you got <laughs> saved. I mean, God... A devil, a gangster, but God a sinner, supernaturally, a chief of sinners. I mean, you didn't battle with you supernaturally, I believe, God totally delivered you from that, and I Amen. didn't want you to see you go back into it. It's such right. a beautiful deliverance. I was instantly, completely, Never another drink when I got born that. again, I mean, like, it just So that stopped. was the area the enemy came to, sure. to pull you away from God. So, you know, I, I had a, my first two or three months were gloriously wonderful being saved, and I was just talking about it. I was a baby, and, and boy, I got hit, and I was so mad, and yet I hadn't really read much of the Bible, didn't know that they pulled Jesus' beard out and spit in his face, and and I just couldn't handle that because before I saved, I was going to make you an offer. Boom, boom, boom. I would have popped you in a second back in those days in, uh, in, you know, on the streets of New Orleans because I, I ran with gangsters. I just did that. And you do what you got to do. That's how they said it was. And when you're kind of raised in that kind of way of thinking, it becomes normal when really it's very abnormal. So I got in my car and I went down to Curly's. And man, I, t I was so mad at God. I can't believe I stood up for you and you let Somebody hit me. I said, let me tell you something. So, man, I pulled on, I popped my car, and I tried to open that door, and the door wouldn't open. That's because I was at home pleading the blood of Jesus because over hidden every help. door, and that was one of the doors that, I, that belonged to me. <laughs> yeah, you sent some hidden help I and didn't realize it. Yeah. That angel of God was holding that door. I right. mean, I hit it with my shoulder. I actually bruised my shoulder trying to open it. Bam! Bam, trying to get out this dumb car, and all you had to, you know, you, I, I couldn't open. I mean, I did everything. Right. I thought about busting the glass, but I didn't want to have to replace the glass, you know. <laughs> Bam, I kept hitting. You were I thought, determined. I was determined to go in there and get drunk, say, tell God and everybody else, forget but, about all that junk. But you couldn't go through and the And all blood. of a sudden, I got, I got uh, <laughs> convicted. I didn't get the feeling bad. I saw what I was doing. I said, how dumb. Right. I said, if I cannot, and I remember saying this, if I cannot handle one little lick Boy, I'm about the weakest Christian I guess anybody could ever. Yeah, I remember we used to thinking call it a that. Weak, weak puppy. Yeah, yeah, just a weak, uh, no count puppy, puppy is what I call it, you know. And I said, and I, I repented right there in the car. I said, Lord, forgive me for just being a weak puppy, just this. How can I? Lord, I just, and, and I had my hand like that, and the door opened up. And I, clo I closed it and opened it, click, click, click. Right. And I said, and that's when I came back home. And boy, when I went back to the uh, to the house, you were like, your eyes are about big as saucers. <laughs> did you did you go good? Did you go drink it? I said no. And uh, I don't know if you remember saying this, but you did. I said I couldn't get out of that car. I tried to open up that car, and you said the angel of God was holding his hand on that door because I was praying. I plead the blood. I said you plead the what? I plead the blood. You're bloody boy. I had blood all, blood all over you. <laughs> I was not gonna let you go back into that stuff. I remember you left mm. angry, and I didn't know where Ooh, you were going, I angry. so I, I didn't know what to do but pray. And that was the most powerful thing I could have done. Instead of getting into worry or fear or running after you, 
I just committed it to the Lord and Amen. it totally transformed that situation. I remember you left one way and came back another whole way. You came through the door as though nothing had happened with a bag of groceries. I don't know if I you went to the, that. I, I never go to groceries. <laughs> I just, I, so I, I was trying to just, pretend, oh, that's what I was going to do anyway. And but. I remember thinking, how <laughs> weak, what, you, you can't handle this. You know, and because before, I mean, you could hit me. I mean, when I wasn't saved, man, I could handle anything. I, I didn't care what, mm -hmm. what happened. But I thought, man, that's just totally wrong. And that angel of the Lord, and I believe that was my garden angel. Uh, guardian. Uh, guardian, whatever you call it. Sound like you said garden. Well, it's close enough, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hallelujah. I knew what you meant. Well, he brought it, he, he, he let me buy groceries, so I can't yeah, even to the garden. You know? Good guy. And uh, I could, I, it was amazing. I didn't realize just how much help I needed. Right. So that's why I call them the hidden help. Mm -hmm. And how many times you've talked to some people and you felt such a wonderful witness, you didn't know who they were, and you were probably talking to an angel of God. Now, you ought to also understand something about Satan. The Bible said he comes as an angel of light. Right. Because if you saw Satan the way he really was, you would reject him immediately. You would, you would have nothing He's to do with it. He's a deceiver. So he has that facade, see? But you still have those wonderful angels that are helping you. There's different kind of classifications of angels literally in the Bible. And it's one of the most amazing studies you ought to do that will minister life to you. So that's why I call them the hidden help. That was one of those stories. I'll never forget that. And I made up my mind that day, no matter what would happen to me, right. that I would live for Jesus. Now, nobody likes being persecuted and hit and hurt and all that kind of stuff. But you know what? <laughs> I made up my mind. That's not going to stop me from loving the Lord or for walking away from salvation. And I think I have had angels to help me during those times. Oh, definitely. Now, that was one of my stories. I got a lot. I, I've, I've talked and met with a lot of different angels. And I'll never forget one time I, I was in a, uh, it's, uh, <clears throat> well, central Louisiana, you could call it. And I was work, preaching almost every day. And I was, ha I was only about maybe 35 years old, I guess, something like that. And, uh, man, I began to have chest pains. I mean, I was working myself crazy, you know, and I thought, my God, man. And uh, I always used to, uh, in those days, we didn't, we, we, you stayed in uh, pastor's homes. Yeah. Or they had something called evangelistic quarters. Most yeah, of the time, I think it was you were home. younger than 35. Maybe 30, I don't know. 30, yeah, yeah. 31, maybe. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, to make a long story short, I was, I was actually hurt, and I was just exhausted. So uh, I was sitting, and it was tw almost 12 o'clock at night. And I never, at, at, at Benny Rapon's house, I never, uh, Pastor Benny Rapon, mm -hmm. that was in Opelousas, no, no, not Opelousas, uh, oh, it's right out of, it's right out of uh, Alexandria on the other side of the river. Anyway, to make a long story short, I, uh, I always like to put a scripture in my mind, and I was sitting up in the bed and had my back leaning up against the bed, uh, you know, the back of the bed, you know, you know the headboard. Mm -hmm. And, and I, so I read a scripture, and all of a sudden when I looked up, <laughs> he had to be eight foot, nine foot, was this, physically, I could see him like you see me. And I went, whoa. And he had long blonde hair, about the color of your hair. And he looked at me, and the dogs start going crazy. Mm. He had a bunch of them dachshund dogs. I call them wiener dogs, you know, them wiener dog looking kind of thing. But them dogs, rah, 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 and them dogs could see that angel. They were and right. you could see it. I mean, and I could see it like you see me. And I went, whoa, it didn't scare me. And he said this, I have been sent of the Lord to tell you to sleep. Mm -hmm. Now, Kathy, the Bible, was, I went like, the Bible went like this on my chest and my head went back on, that, uh, 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 on the headboard. Now, this was 12 o'clock at night. I remembered it. 
And I slept 12 straight hours. I woke up at 12 noon in the same exact position. Now, and I thought, my God, man, daylight. And I felt so good. Rested. Fully rested. And so when I went, I went out there, they were kind of concerned about me because I, you know, normally I was supposed to meet him for breakfast. I didn't, man, I just sleep it. Come walking up there, and uh, he said, Brother Jesse, I just apologize for my dog. He had two of them. Mm-hmm. Beautiful dog. It was really nice dog. They were screaming and hollering and just barking. barking and I thought, man, I'm going to kill them dogs. <laughs> that man's trying to sleep. And I said, you know what happened to me? And I told him that story. I said, your dogs. Saw that angel, and that angel looked down, and that all come in the room, and he patted them on the head, and they just, <laughs> just doing this kind of stuff. It's amazing that animals sometimes become very sensitive to spiritual things. You know, they notice things like that. That was one of my close encounters of the God kind. And that same angel, when I went to heaven in 1988, is the one that escorted me, that same angel, escorted me. Now, I don't believe he was my guardian Guardian angel instead of guardian angel. Uh, I don't think so. And he escorted me into heaven where I met Abraham and all the different things. And I went through that wonderful uh, experience. It was such a, it was not a vision. It was a physical trip. I don't know how I got out of there. Some of you heard me talk about the heaven thing if you saw it a few months back. How I got out that hotel, how I got out that ceiling, I don't know. I mean, I, you know how Paul said, I don't know whether I was in my body or out of the body. That I, I experienced physically. But that angel was nice, but he was a big boy. Now, and I mean, when I say big, I mean big. That was one of my encounters with mm-hmm. him. And, and, uh, and, I, and he entertained me. I've been sent of the Lord to tell you to sleep. Mm-hmm. You see, and you know, after I got the thing, I said, well, I could have thought of that. And as I was praying, the Lord said, why didn't you? I had to send a messenger to tell you. You know, ladies and gentlemen, those stories are true. It's a blessing of the Lord. And you know what? God sends hidden help to you, just like he does for me. I mean, that's necessary. You'd be surprised if you just begin to think back a little bit about how some things happen. You wonder, now, how did that happen? Because you never thought of it. Do you realize that you are never alone? Let me tell you something. The spiritual world is much bigger than the physical world. I mean that. You have to be what I call spiritually aware. That's why I love being hospitable. I like showing manners of strangers to anyone because they could be angels unaware. Why? Well, I mean, they are sent there to minister to us. God sends angels for our benefit, not for theirs. We are his sons and daughters who serve him. But angels are service unto mankind. Think about that. See, the difference between you and an angel. See, they were servants. God made you sons and daughters. He put us in the family. Do you understand that? But you know what? Everybody needs help once in a while. So God sends angels. Your garden angel. You know, I said it probably here on the program many times. I think my garden angel probably asked for reassignment because I've done some crazy stuff in my life. Lord Jesus. And that angel probably had to protect my life more than once. Now, I want you to think about that. I want you to go back in your mind. Think about how something happened. You thought, now how? Or it's just you knew something, maybe when you met someone, but you just couldn't put your finger on it. It probably was an angel unaware. I want to pray for you right now. It's always an honor for us to minister to you and pray for you. Can I pray for you right now? Father, in Jesus' name, 
Lord, I ask you to minister to people today. Lord, send ministering spirits, which are angels, to minister to them today. Spiritually, physically, financially. Open doors that no man can shut and close doors that no man can open. Bless people that are physically sick. By your stripes, they were healed. We speak healing and blessing to each and every one of them that's watching us today. Because, Lord, you got angels on assignment. They hidden help, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I believe you're enjoying this. You know, people say, man, I watch you on broadcast television. I watch you on social media and different things of that nature. Thank you. We do all this with you in mind. God is my witness. We're not trying to build nothing. If I'm going to build anything, it's going to be the kingdom of God. Now, you know, I got my people that don't like me. They got, I mean, they got some people that just don't like me. And they say I do this and I do that. I lied about this. So I, all kinds of crazy stuff. It's just simply not true. Or they'll take a video and mix it up. Or they'll take one of my stories and mix it up and make, make you think that I'm lying about something when it's a totally different story. Because I've had many angels that I have ministered, that have ministered to me. Why you? I don't know. I got to say that I, I'm no better than you are. I mean that sincerely. But I guess maybe I need more help than you do. I don't know. So I hope you're enjoying this. Kathy's coming right now with some great glorious moments that's going to bless you. Those are testimonies you send into this ministry. So be blessed because you're going to send one in very soon. Watch. Hello. In today's glorious moments, I want to read two testimonies from women that have been helped through the teachings that they have received through our ministry. This first one was sent to us from South Africa. Dear Jesse and Kathy, I'm a female South African from Cape Town. I love your teachings. You always inspire me to be more God conscious. I love the way you always make your teachings so personal, and I oftentimes feel myself crying and laughing at the same time. I want to thank you for inspiring me in so many ways. You truly are a blessing, and I'm believing in God harder and higher because of you. Keep it up. And may you be around for many more years. Thank you. That is awesome. Now, the second testimony is from Colorado. It says, a while back, I wrote you a prayer request asking you to help me seek God's face to help me refinance my house. My husband divorced me in 2019, and the judge's order gave me the house. I was given two years to refinance it in my name. But back then, I didn't have any financial means to refinance the house. I came to know your ministry, and God told me to partner with you. A single mother and with little finances, I obeyed God. He moved in an amazing way, and I was able to refinance my house and pay my credit card debts. Not only that, he also opened the door for me to get an accounting job. I had graduated in 2013 with a bachelor's degree in accounting, but never had a chance to get a job in my education field. Everything just happened so fast. I'm so grateful for everything God has done since I partnered with your ministry. Please help me thank him. You know, Jess and I thank God for our faithful ministry partners that help us reach people and change lives like these one soul at a time. If you've been blessed and been changed by this ministry, I pray that you'll write to me and share it with me. I want to share your testimony with the world and let everyone know how wonderful our glorious God is. Do you see yourself as a daughter of a king? Not just a king, but the king. If you could see yourself exactly how he does, would you see your life differently? You, my sister, are the king's daughter, and you were born for such a time as this. Kathy Duplantis' glorious, a conference for women, March 25th and March 26th. 
Admission is free. Register online at JDM.org. Did you know that doubt is a habit? Yes, it is. You aren't born a doubter. You learn to doubt over time. In my book, I Never Learned to Doubt, you will learn something. And what is that? To go back in time and regain what was lost so that you can enjoy more peace, more joy, more favor, and more blessing. The wonder of faith is a pure thing. It's a childlike thing. And faith is the only thing that God responds to. When you never learn to doubt, life is so much better. I Never Learned to Doubt. It's my new book. Get it today. You know, you just saw a promo, I, I Never Learned to Doubt. This book is fabulous, not because I wrote it, because it's one of my most popular books. I wrote it and put it on Amazon in three days, it became a number one bestseller. Now, I'm going to tell you something. This thing will show you something that you never thought before. Let me tell you something about doubt. It's a form of atheism. It really is. It's a form of mental anemia, I'm t- and it shuts people down. I hope you can get it, and if you get it and read it, it will bless you. So order your copy today. How do I do that? Go to jdm.org where you'll find out how to get it. It will bless you. I never learned to doubt, and I know nothing about doubt, so I can write about it, praise God, because it's not a part of my life. Partners, thank you for doing all the wonderful things you've done. 46 years of preaching this gospel, ladies and gentlemen. And we've never had a financial deficit. Is that a miracle of God? I said it last year. I'm going to say it again all this year. You know why we never had a financial deficit? I trust you. You trust me. And we both trust God. And that just simply the truth. That is coming together in agreement and unity. And that's what's so wonderful about it. So partners, thank you. We are preaching this gospel literally all over the world. We've asked the Lord, and he told me to go in every available outlet that I can get on. And I'm doing all I know to do. Not to enhance who I am. Because that ain't much enough. You forget Jesse's plans, you ain't forgot much. But if you forget Jesus, you forgot everything. And I mean that sincerely. Also, for your January partnership, we're ordering our, our message today, Angels, Our Hidden Help, in its full entirety. Oh, you're going to be blessed. I'm telling you. You don't want to miss any of this message. You can get it, the ordering information at our website, jdm.org. Like I said, we're so blessed to be able to minister to you in every way we can. Our social media platforms are reaching more and more people every day, 24-7. We're on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and I believe some TikTok and more. I don't even know what TikTok is, but bless God, we're on it. And if you're not connected yet, you can find them all at jdm.org. You'll be blessed. So that's what we're doing. I mean, we're working 24-7. People say, you think you'll ever retire? When I'm going to find time to even think about retiring? Let me tell you something. I'll shut down when the world gets saved. The Bible said when the gospel is preached to the world, the end shall come. That's Matthew 24. And I'm going to work, bless God, to get as many people saved, healed, touched, and blessed, and put a smile on their face like I have on mine. Thank you, partners, for helping me. Your faithful financial support is so vitally important to reach people, change lives, one soul at a time. We're totally debt-free. 100% of what you give goes into world evangelism. Until next week, Jesse the Plant saying I love you. We'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Jesse Duplantis Ministries is reaching people and changing lives one soul at a time more than ever before online. JDM is continuing to provide new faith-based content meant to strengthen your relationship with God. You can find weekly messages from Jesse and Kathy on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and more. So like us on social media, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and stay connected to all the exciting things happening at Jesse Duplantis Ministries. 
Be encouraged with godly insight and wisdom as you stream the Jesse Duplantis Ministries podcast. Jesus said, whom the Son is set free is free indeed. You come boldly to the throne of grace. Each newly uploaded teaching by Jesse and Kathy will strengthen your faith and inspire you to live a prosperous life in Jesus Christ. Start walking in victory with just a click of a button. Subscribe to the JDM Podcast today. See, the hidden help is here. Well, technically, I've heard it said that we're in Jesus. Jesus. There's an angel standing behind you. Right there. Right. Every time you say the name of Jesus, they're aware. Well, they're already here. Oh, yes. Lord, I get the goosebumps when I think about that. And when you understand, you're not alone. You never will be alone. 